Good morning and welcome to a Nurtured Child's first Toddler Talk segment. I am Pia Maddox Davis and I am happy to be here this morning with Glennie and Sydney to discuss the joys of raising toddlers and to support one another through the difficult moments in the journey. Before we begin, uh, before we begin I would like uh, the ladies to share with you as much or as little as they would like to share with you today. So Glennie, you may go first. <laughs> Um, hi. Hey, everybody. I'm Glenny. Um, I have two kids, a seven-year-old daughter and a two-and-a-half-year-old son. Um, I guess hmm, the main thing that we're going through right now in our household is um, I just uh, separated from my husband, so we just moved out, I would say, like a couple weeks ago. So we're going through transitions in our house. And um, I think the main struggle we are having is bedtime routines because we went from a two bedroom where they shared the same room to now a three bedroom and they have their own rooms. Okay. Um, with my toddler, I feel like he's the one that's um, having the most difficult time trying to stay in his bed or get used to having an actual room without sharing. So he goes between from uh, sneaking into my bedroom or sneaking into his sister's. So we're, we're, you know, we're getting there. I mean, I know everything's new, especially it's a new dynamic and he's probably feeling it. So I'm just being very patient with the whole thing. Okay. All right. Sydney? Um, well, Sydney, um, I have two kids, boy and a girl, both two years old. Um, there's been no recent upset. We just recently moved to a new apartment because we've been here for a few months. I think the new thing um, in our lives are uh, uncontrollable, out of control tantrums. So, but I think that kind of goes along with uh, we're all learning words at like a rapid pace and starting to exert our opinions. And uh, it's just kind of like gang up on mommy. I'm only one person. And how old are your children again? I think they're they're, you have twins? Yeah, both my, yes, both my children are two. Okay. Are they boy, girl, twins or girl, girl or boy, boy? Boy, girl. Oh, and hitting and fighting. Hitting and fighting. Oh, yeah, the normal hitting. Right, the normal man. Because they're probably they're together all day long. All day. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm the mother of two children. I have 12-year-old Andrew and two-year-old Emmanuel. And Emmanuel has tantrums. We are, and I, I hate to use the word tantrums. I, I prefer to use a, sh a show of emotions or expressing emotions because tantrum has such a negative connotation and it's not bad that they have those uh, displays of emotions, but it's something that you definitely have to control, not really control, but to teach them how to manage their emotions so that they're not still having tantrums at five, six, seven, eight years of age consistently. So I like these show of emotions or something similar. But he has a very strong personality. I thought that my oldest had a strong personality. 
he has a strong personality now, but as a child, he was, he was easygoing. He was very much so wanting to please and wanting to do what his father and I asked. My two-year-old doesn't care. He doesn't care what we want, what we say. It's, he's, he's truly establishing his autonomy. And it's, it's an experience because some days I just look at him and I just have to walk away because once he's fixated on something and wanting to do it, that's it. He had a tantrum a few, maybe two weeks ago because he was sick and he wanted raisins. We don't keep raisins in the house because no one really eats them. As I promise you, he cried for 45 minutes to an hour over raisins, but which is something we had to work through. But we are going to get there. So since we don't have as much time today, let's begin. Uh, Sydney, how would you describe your, your toddler's personality? Okay. So the boy is not as outgoing. Okay. Um, he's more of a kind of hide behind my skirt. He is very bossy. Um, so I, I know they're doing something wrong because I'll hear him saying, you know, Junie, no, Junie, no. And he's usually right. So he knows, he knows the rules and he's telling. He's telling on everything. Um, but he, he does have a, he's a pretty bad temper. So I don't know, let's say Junie's messing with him. Um, occasionally, if I don't get there in time, he might even bite her. Okay. The only time that Junie will come and tell. Like, hey, he bit me and she'll come show me too. I'm like, oh, my God, teeth marks. Um, otherwise, I, even though he has like the, that, that temper, he's my better well-behaved child. Like, he will clean up his He's just got that personality where he cleans up his toys. He likes things organized. He likes things, you know, just so the way they are. So he'll probably have a very neat, clean room when he's older. Okay. Juniper, I like to say, is my feral child. She's a wild animal in human form. Um, she recently got into the scissors and cut off her bangs. I don't know who she's ever seen cut hair, but apparently that just, the idea came to her. Um, she doesn't normal. Really, uh -huh. normal. Every child goes through that phase of cutting their hair or someone else's. <laughs> I cut off my ponytails. So I can't even be mad. But um, she does not like to listen. So whereas with Jacob, if he's having like you know, let's say an emotional time, um, I can kind of negotiate with him and talk him down. We can like get through it. Her, it's absolutely, I'm angry, I'm not listening. Uh, at one point, she was screaming for hours. So she, at one point, she was screaming about nap time. And I, like, turn around, and she's come to the door of her, uh, doorway of her bedroom, and she, like, throws a truck out of it and then walks back in, like, if you didn't know I was angry, I just wanted to remind you that I was angry. <laughs> um, like, no negotiation. She's not going to eat it. She doesn't want to eat it. And she has a very... I don't know how to say. She says "stop" in a very like forceful way that makes people makes you even step back or like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, what? stop what, babe?" So she's very assertive. And she's very assertive. That's good. Um, you're not gonna you're not gonna sway her. You're not going to. You're gonna have to like. I mean, it's really hard to not give in and bribe her. Like, hey, just for a moment. So. You just kind of have to ride it out with her. She's not giving in. She's not budging. She's very stubborn, very assertive. She's getting what she wants. Okay. So, Glenny. 
All right. So um, Blaze, what I can say about him, he's very uh, strong-willed. If he doesn't want to do something, he won't do it. And um, <laughs> he has no problem telling you that. Uh, his favorite word, well, his favorite phrase right now is, I don't want it. <laughs> and that could be, I don't want it, or I don't want to do that. But that's pretty much what he says. Or he'll say no. And another thing is he'll, like, walk away all mad and, you know, start showing out his emotions. Um, I, I could say, though, he's very sensitive to feelings. Like, uh, if he sees his older sister crying, um, he's very in tune. He'll say, Ali's sad. Ali's sad. Are you okay? You know, he'll he'll look at the situation and really internalize it so that's why I'm I try to be very careful to what he's exposed to emotionally wise since he absorbs it very easily um so you know being strong-willed and sensitive can be uh, an interesting combination so my oldest she was not like that really I mean she was sensitive but if I explained stuff to her um, she would eventually, you know, understand and come around. But my son, no, it, it doesn't matter what it is. If his mind is set on something, he, that's what it is. And it, it, there's some difficulty there. Even if it's not safe, he doesn't care. That's just what he wants to do or what he don't want to do. So I would say that's about Blaze. <laughs> Glenny, you have been through this. So you're saying you've been through this before, but your first child was different, which is is normal. Because I um I don't know why I thought that my second child would be like my first child. And I, I should have known better, but I expected them to almost be carbon copies. And when my first child came along, he was so different. I honestly believe that he was on the spectrum because he cried all the time. He had to be held constantly. And I couldn't even use an ergo or a Moby because he wanted to be held physically in my hands. When he was um, in the early days of breastfeeding, well, at the hospital, the nurses had me propped up around me, maybe five or six pillows. When I got home, I couldn't realize why he was fidgeting while nursing until one day I was like, it's those pillows. So I had to set up this pillow, pillows all in my chair. I had the, the my breast friend and two pillows on top and two pillows under each arm. That is how he wanted to nurse. My first yeah. child couldn't care less. So I think one thing you have to do is um, separate the fact that this child is not going to act like the other child. And I'm sure you know that by now. But one thing that I think that we all need to remember with toddlers is that they're not going to behave how we want them to behave. And to not look at their behavior as being problematic or bad, look at it as if we are teaching them and guiding them. So your toddler bites. So instead of saying, you know, she bites, she's bad, look at, look at it as if, I don't know if this is a good analogy, that this is someone that you have to teach how to read. They know nothing. And it's a process. So when a person first learns to read, 
they it's going to be jerky and they're still going to make mistakes and they're not going to get it right but maybe two three years down the line they're fluent readers and they can read everything so it's the same with toddlers and managing their emotions in the beginning it's going to be difficult you're going to practice 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 every day and they're still going to make mistakes but one day when they're three and a half or four this toddler is going to encounter someone who does something that they don't like and they're going to say that's mean i don't like what you did to me and you're going to say oh my goodness it's finally sinking in but you've had a year and a half of thinking that you are not doing something right when in reality it's just the fact that they have to learn toddlers learn through repetition i guess it's like i don't know um Sydney, have you read the same book over and over and over again oh yeah i love reading well, no, with your child. Has your child asked you to read the same book over and over again? Yeah, yeah. You have to hide it sometimes. <laughs> and, and soon that child is probably going to be able to read, well, not really read, but they will have remembered that book and they'll be able to recite it to you verbatim. And it's the same thing with, with instruct, in, uh, instilling discipline in them. It needs to be consistent. It needs to happen every day and eventually they'll get it and i know it seems as if oh my gosh they're never going to stop hitting they're never going to stop fighting but they will i mean your children they're two correct right i mean I'm, my two-year-old has a very good command of the english language for a two-year-old but at the end of the day just because he can talk and he can put words together he is not able to process those emotions and mm -hmm. to connect them with words and to communicate what he's feeling so it's just easier for him to hit just like it's much easier for um is it jessica is that your daughter juniper juniper so that's why it's easy for juniper to bite what's your son's name i heard jacob bites yeah. juniper so that's why it's easier for Jacob to bite Juniper because he can probably talk, but it just, it's, he can't get those words out to express how he feels. So he's like, I'm going to bite you so you'll leave me alone. Right. And it's not bad that he bit her. Now, if he's biting her at 10, that's a different story. But right now he's communicating. So this is truly a moment where you take Jacob and Juniper and say, we don't bite. We don't use our teeth for biting. If your sister hits you and you don't like it, or if your sister does something that you don't like, you need to do this, or you need to talk to me, or just say, Juniper, stop. Juniper, don't do that. So you're basically giving him the skills to negotiate situations in easy terms, because he's not gonna be able to process and say, Oh, I my feel Juniper hurt my feelings because she wouldn't let me play with a doll. No, it just needs to be Juniper stop or Juniper that's mine instead of resorting to biting. Does that make sense? Right. I usually say something like, you know, I don't think she likes that or I don't think she wants you to do that. You need to stop. She doesn't I don't know. And I, I kind of like in my mind I think like, oh, this is a good moment to teach consent or something like that. Um but I mean, it only happens like if they're like fighting back and forth and when he gets super frustrated and he's already told her no and he's already said stop, then he bites. Then he bites. And see, that's when you would have to teach him, it's okay to come and get me or 
to walk away. He's probably still going to bite, but the thing with toddlers is constantly reminding him it's the consistency. You can't let it go. If you're tired, you're going to have to address his biting right then and there. And he mm. might bite later again that day, but eventually the lesson is going to sink in. And I know that that's probably frustrating and it might be frustrating with someone that you're in a play date situation with and your child keeps biting. In those situations, I would say if your child continues to bite, it might just be good to go home, but you can't really separate your, your siblings. So right. you can maybe put one if you separate them to different areas, but I guarantee you they're going to want to go come right back together. They just can't. Like, oh no, I have to go with her and show her how to really play with that toy. Exactly. So I would say, and for you, the best thing to do is to always address it because you don't want one child to think that you're not addressing the other's bad behavior or negative behavior, and mm -hmm. it sets up resentment. So just make sure you always address it and you address it consistently, so that they know under no circumstances is it not right. Because it could be, let's say he bites her because she won't give him food and you don't address it. In his mind, I can bite her if she doesn't give me food, but it's wrong for me to bite her if she takes something from me. So make sure it's always consistent. You always address it. So, Glennie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> you, so has anything that we've said, discussed, resonated with you? Yeah, uh, well, my son... He doesn't bite or hit or anything like that, thankfully, because I know during that toddler time, that's pretty common. Um, I think more of our issue is he cries a lot. Um, like, wow, like he cries a lot more than, you know, in comparison to my daughter. But and when he cries, it's usually because he wants something or he does not want something. Yeah. And it's to the point where it's weird. Like, let's say he wants um, a red cup. We have two red cups. I'll give him the red cup closest to me. He'll start crying because that's not the red cup he wants. He wants the other red cup, but it's exactly the same red cup. And it's just like, all right, now let me give you the other red cup then if that's the cup you want. But he'll still cry because he wants to get the red cup. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so let me put the red cup down. Now you pick the red cup you want. He's still crying because he feels I switched the red cups around and it's not the exact red cup that he wanted before. So it's just like, you know, it, get, it gets frustrating because that's how he sees everything. Like, if he's not the one initially touching or getting it, he just immediately cries. And, it, it could, and, and you, you know, in certain circumstances, that's possible. Of course, you could go ahead and get it. But other situations, no, like, you can't get your own food from the pot on the stove, you know, uh, that's dangerous, but he wants to do it, you know, especially if it's hot and he, once he has his sights on something, that's it. That's, that's what it is. And you can't negotiate with him, like with, uh, you know, not to compare again, but with my daughter, at least I was able to negotiate or redirect, right? That's what we um, always try to do is redirect things with toddlers it is very difficult to redirect with him. It, it seems like with him, he wants to have more control over his environment. So um, I, don't, I would maybe go back to the pot example, because is it that he wants to take the food physically out of the pot or is it that he wants to serve himself? Which one would you think that it is? I would say both, to tell the truth. Like, 
He wants to do it all. He wants to do it all. So maybe next time when it's meal time, have you considered putting the food in bowls on tables so everyone can serve themselves? I have. And he still gets upset because he wants to do, he wants to put the food in the bowl and bring it to the table. And it's just like, I understand what you want to do. I, I totally get it. But right now that can't happen. You could do half of it. Like I try to incorporate like, okay, mommy will do the first part. You could do the second part. It doesn't matter. Like he just wants to do everything. You know, same thing with car seats, like, you know, the buckle, um, you know, it's the five points. So there's the chest clip and then the, the bottom buckle. I'll say, okay, you could do the chest clip part and then I'll do the bottom buckle. Now, no, that doesn't work. He just, he wants to enter the car seat himself and then take his time when he wants to sit down. And then once he sits down, then he wants to do the whole thing. And I'm like, Blaze, you know, we have somewhere to go. We got to get your sister. We got to pick her up. And he's like, okay, pick up LA. That's her name. I was like, yes. And then, you know, I try to hype it up. Like, yeah, let's go. That still doesn't work. Um, He wants to do it. And that is so normal for two-year-olds. I'm going to go back to the food. I would encourage you in that situation, you might be in a rush, but allow the food to cool in the pots. Mm -hmm. Because he's going to get upset because he can't do it. So if you can maybe maybe cook dinner, Mm -hmm. give them baths, and then come back. So by that time, the food is cool. So he can actually do the serving because he's two and a half. That to me, a slightly warm, for me, a slightly warm pot would be okay. And he's probably going to make a mess, but it, 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 see, it's to you, it's frustrating. It's slowing down his day, but by doing so, you're actually teaching him responsibility. You're teaching him to take part in household chores. You're teaching him how to prepare and serve. So you might not want to, it might slow you down today, but who's to say that if you don't encourage this the six years from now, you don't have someone who's helping you prepare dinner. Right. And if you discourage his curiosity or his wanting to help, you could discourage it. So when you do want help in the kitchen, he looks at you like, lady, I'm not helping you. So instead of seeing it as a problem, find ways to make it work. So cook the meal, give them a bath or cook the meal, read them a story and then put the food at a lower place so he can help serve. And I know that it's annoying, but you want to help build that independence because I've often heard people say that their boys are not dependent. I mean, they're not independent. So you're going to have to find a way to make it fit with your life to cultivate that independence so that it carries over with him throughout. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And a lot super independent. Yeah. And, and you want him to be that way. Right. And I know it's probably hard because he's your son and he's cute and you just want to keep him a baby, but you want to, to push that independence along and to, um, to embrace it and allow him to, to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And let's see, the other thing you said was that he did. Um, about the cups, I think. No, it was, like- it was after the cups. Car seat. Uh, car seat. Car seat. That's another one that, honestly, sometimes I resort to bribery. We are in a hurry. Would you like a snack while I buckle you? <laughs> so, but I would, in normal situations, if you can give him the amount of time to do it, my, what I prefer is 
I'll do the bottom strap, you do the top strap, so that there is some negotiation. And you don't want to wait until you get to the car seat. You want to wait while you are walking, if you're leaving daycare. What is his name? Blaze. Blaze, that's right. Blaze, we are going to get into the car. And when you get into the car, mommy's going to do the bottom strap. You're going to do the top strap. What did mommy say? I got to do the bottom strap. You do the top strap. And keep talking it through him. Make it a routine so that he knows. If that does not work work for him, um, say, well, how about mommy puts the straps on straps over your arm and I hold the buckle so it's easier for you because even just those little things will help to speed up the process because once again he wants to be independent he wants to help but it conflicts with your time so maybe you might need to if you can to allow more time into your schedule which you know I mean you're a single mother now I'm sure you're pressed for time because you're doing more by yourself but at the same time if you can find a way to work in time for those things that are important to him. Right. Because you do want to nurture his independence. Right. Have the twins joined us? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I want to cut this short because we started late today. Um, Glennie and Sydney, were you able to did anything that I say help? Yeah. Or, or do you think Good. it's something that you'll be able to go in and apply? Yeah, I'm actually making breakfast now. So before he runs downstairs, maybe we'll <laughs> start the setting up the table together. So Exactly. Allow those pots to cool. And right. don't even go and get him until those pots have cooled. Oh, and, yeah, no. <laughs> and so I don't know if you get a chance, baby. You can videotape it and we can share it with everyone that this was my change. And Sydney, do you think that anything that I said you've been able to go back and apply, you'll be able to? Definitely. I mean, I think sometimes if it's something that you already know, hearing it again helps to reinforce that. Well, I mean, even you know, as an adult, I can learn to. So just hearing it again kind of helps to reinforce, like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And because, you know, when you're in the middle of it, you're just kind of like, please, for love of God, that's all right, you guys. Okay. I I understand it. I think mostly with parenting, it's about support. We really have all the answers within us. It's sometimes a validation that, hey, yes, I'm doing it right, or I'm not messing my children up. Um, but the main thing that we need to take away, especially in positive parenting, that it's a mind shift. It's looking at things differently. Anything that goes wrong in that moment, try to, to frame it in a positive light. If your child breaks something, try to look at it as if I'm teaching him how to clean up. I know you're probably upset, but everything that goes wrong or that is wrong, try to have, find a positive in it, a lesson in it, so that you can use it to guide your children in the future. So I've enjoyed talking with you today, and I look forward to talking with you all again next week at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> which is central for me. And if I say communicate central, please correct me. It's 7 a.m. Eastern time. And I look forward to talking with you all next week. Awesome. All right. Goodbye. Bye.